All right, uh, I think we're ready, so let's uh, let's do it. Let's roll it. Right. <clears throat> In this episode of Full Nerd, Microsoft still makes hardware, and what to expect from Windows Update when you're expecting Windows. Oh, hold on, I missed it. What? Hold on, Damn hold it. on. I'm sorry, I man, that, that was like the first time. Oh <laughs> man, I messed up, big time. All I right. think that was the first time ever that you nailed it in the first go. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just edit that in there? Yeah, that was my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's let's do that again. Yeah. See now, I got Mark's reaction. He's like, oh man, that's some shade. Gordon just threw out the Microsoft hardware. <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> what? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, in this episode of The Full Nerd, Microsoft still makes it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in this episode of The Full Nerd, Microsoft still makes hardware. And what to expect from Windows Update when you're expecting Windows. Damn it. I did it right this time. Woo! <clears throat> Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 70. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Top Microsoft reporter Mark Hawkman joins us. Hey, guys. And Ann and Patrick Murray is going to try not to mess up the vertical and the horizontal. Uh, it's not always a guarantee, but uh, first off, I have to apologize. If you hear some loud noises, we are literally doing some construction right outside this room, so uh, you might hear some uh, some loud noises. If not, then don't worry about it and go go upon your day uh, and oh, talk yeah, about the here. Oh, It's not because my kid's home. It's because we have construction outside. Nice. Really? Construction everywhere. And it's not because your kid's pounding out outside trying to, to get in? No, my kid's what? actually, my kid's home sick. So if you hear a loud noise in my head, it's because oh, my okay, kid's Okay, that's good. Brad's kid got locked out last time during the podcast, and he, and just he did the right thing. The entire just time. Did, did not go out and let the kid in. <laughs> made the kid sit out there. It was like sub-freezing temperatures in New Hampshire, too. Mark, how, how do you treat your children? Uh, we can, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Instead, let's talk about how you treat Microsoft with go. these new Surface updates. Uh, why don't you run us through the products, huh? Sure. So, I think that we sort of... So, first of all, everyone sort of expected an incremental update to these Surface products, which is what it turned out to be. I mean, the idea is if you have a, a live stream, then it's something new. If you don't have a live stream, then it's something that's you know a little bit less, uh, less important, and that's what we had. So, we, you know, there was a whole... You know, sit down in New York, try to tweet and take notes and, you know, but do no all live this. stream. No live stream, yeah. So that's like, because that's not because they're hiding something. No, it wasn't they're hiding something. They just, it was just a little less, I guess, a little less important um, than, than than previous versions. Well, they, they didn't have a live stream for the Surface Book 2, and I thought the Surface Book 2 was great. So, um, really? Oh, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah. Surface Book 2 was a big upgrade. It was a big upgrade. Yeah. They didn't have a, they didn't have a live stream. Yeah. Although, you know, they had a power problem. So maybe that was one they didn't. How do they, so if they don't have the live stream, how do they have the audience clapping? Because I'm used to that. <laughs> well, oh okay, so interesting, interesting the enough, thing. they had Windows Insider fans that they brought in and sort of put in the back of the room. So, yes, we had the <laughs> contingent of people that were like, yeah, and everyone else was... You know, taking a little notes bit, and tweeting. yeah, taking notes and you know, a little bit less, you know, enthusiastic. I don't know what's worse is the so. is the Apple forcing all employees to go to the theater and then making them clap. Yeah, I don't you know, because that's part of the. I will say, a part of the performance review at Apple is how loud you clapped at Apple keynotes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but also, like, where do you get these Windows Insider? We've already they flew them in, as far as I know. I, 
<laughs> Where do you get? How do you like become a Windows Insider Update fan? I don't know, but uh, I mean, you can be part of the Windows Insider program, and I guess you have to be sort of loudly enthusiastic about it to get invited <laughs> to one of these things. So. Brad's a huge yeah. fan. We'll talk about that later because he's got something he wants to clap about later with the update. So Surface hardware, like I said, they were sort of incremental. So we had four products. We had the Surface Pro Six. Uh, we're actually in the ninth generation of Surface tablets, sixth generation wow. of Surface Pro. Right, I got to ask this though, Mark, because yep, right. we went from Surface Pro, yeah. no, no Pro. Pro, pro two, pro three, yeah. pro four, right? No, pro, no five. It was just Surface Pro. Yeah, Remember? it was just Sur- that's no right. More, it was Surface no pro more numbers. Yeah, it was the reboot. You know how they did it for like Tomb Raider and stuff like that, right? So. <laughs> but now it's six. <laughs> now it's six. Yeah. Why did they go back to numbers? Okay, I don't know. But they were Microsoft. Because Microsoft, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we had the Surface Pro six, the Surface Laptop two, the Surface Studio two, as well as the sort of the surprise of the evening, uh, which was headphones, which are actually pretty cool. So um, spec bumps again. These were, I mean, the core. Uh, so we had first of all, everybody gets excited about colors. I don't know why people get excited about colors, but everything was in black. You get to express your personality. I guess so. You know, you know, we had the Surface original Surface and Surface Pro in black. So this is sort of this hearkening back to the roots type thing i don't know i don't care um uh but you know with the surface pro 6 the whole point of it was okay a was back black b it was eighth generation core except for the surface studio 2 which was seventh generation stuff we'll talk about that yeah that's bizarre it was bizarre uh which was also incidentally the most powerful surface i don't know why the pro 5 was just a kb lake part right Right. this is kb lake r okay yeah so here's a couple of i mean the interesting thing for me was okay if you've used the surface pro 2017 the surface pro 6 is identical i mean same dimensions same weight same screen same keyboards all that stuff no port change no usb no port change nope no, I know that's the thing, right? So everybody, it's, it's stuck with the USB. Everybody sort of, I guess, wanted USB C. I yep. don't, I don't know that USB C would have made a difference without Thunderbolt. I don't, I don't know. I mean, USB C is great and all, but I don't know. I, I, you know what I like? Um, Dell does this where they, they, they offer their old fashioned proprietary barrel charger mm. because everybody's got a, you know, a drawer full of the chargers, right? And then they have a USB C port that supports power, right? And you can charge yeah. either way. I, yeah. I would, if they had done that, that would be a good, graceful way to exit from the Surface Connector. But I mean, I like the Surface Connector because it has compatibility with all the chargers. Um, it right. also has yeah. that Surface Dock, which has been around forever. But I mean, I can just take a Surface, plug it into my Surface Dock, and just swap it back and forth with another Surface if I want to. Yeah, I see, like I don't, that's why I don't agree with a lot of the you know tech press saying, "Oh my God, we don't, where's no USB C? It's a fail." It's like you know what? People who have Surface, they live Surface. Exactly. They have the connector. That's right. I've got three or four of the power bricks. I don't want to throw them away. Yeah. Yep. And I actually like the power connector because yep. it's magnetic. <clears throat> Except that it frays like an Apple power brick. But I mean, other, <laughs> other than that. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of the funky stuff of the Surface Pro 6. Because that's, that's the kind of the weird story. So it looks on the Surface like the same. However, because it's Microsoft, there's two Surface Pro 6s. Huh? There's the Surface Pro 6 for consumers. And then, officially named, the Surface Pro 6 for business. Now, what's the difference between the two? 100 bucks. <clears throat> so yeah, there's actually two product pages. There's actually different SKUs. Um, 
And let me actually just see if I can find the. There's one like a V Pro version. There's because, exactly oh, a V Pro okay, version. So it. commercial, so com- consumer gets the 8250U and the 8650U, which is again KB Lake R. The commercial gets 8350U, which is V Pro, and the 8650U itself. Now, <clears throat> the difference is again the V Pro, and then the uh, you get a better warranty for the cons- commercial stuff. But this is the thing. Is, that uh, is it Pro versus Home too? Yeah, that's right. Sorry, oh, thank oh, you. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's Pro Operation versus uh, Home Operation system so here's the thing that kind of made me a little bit upset so in the you uh, i took a picture of this but i mean it's obviously not the live stream so it wasn't a huge deal but they had sort of minimum prices for the surface pro 6 and the surface laptop 2 and it was 899 for the surface pro 6 well the problem is if you go to the surface pro 6 consumer page that option isn't available so it's actually 1299 um, and you're what? and you're going what? What, what what what's the deal here? I don't understand. So yeah, it's that's a, you, you only get you get an eight you get a Core i five eight gigabyte and two fifty six gigabyte is the minimum spec for consumer. Now, so how do they get down eight ninety nine through something called Surface Pro Six Essentials? And this is where we actually I'm just in the process of putting a story together on this because I think this I'm is on. kind of a bait and switch. So <laughs> Surface Pro Six Surface Pro Six Essentials gives you that one twenty eight. 8 gigabyte Core i5 SKU, but it makes you buy a type cover and it makes you buy Office 365. All of those three parts are required. Uh, so it's an cover, additional 129 uh, or 99 if you want a black one and $79 or 80 bucks, especially or 50 bucks for Office. Holy smokes. It's, That's like, a, lame. it's like a Comcast contract, right? It's like, how much is this? <laughs> $29.99 for six months. After six months, how much is it? $29.99 for six months. After six months, it just strikes me as it, it just strikes me as wrong. I mean, it does. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, AMD did something similar when they launched the Vega cards, where you could only get them if you bought them with uh, packs of of uh, games. Right? Like they're like, yeah, it's five hundred bucks, but really it's six hundred and fifty bucks. But yeah. you get these three free games, and it's it's not what you're selling. You're it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Um, and then they did essentially the same thing for the Surface Laptop 2. Uh, and the Surface Laptop 2 um, uh, is essentially the same product um, as the Surface Laptop 1. Uh, I loved it because it had fantastic battery life. They had a, you know, afterwards we had a couple of, um, uh, like the new, the new Dell, for example, that had a great battery life as well. The interesting thing with the Surface Laptop 2, of course, well, there's the pricing aspect as well. And then there's the same Surface Laptop 2 for consumer and Surface Laptop 2 for business. But the interesting thing here is that, and you guys will be happy with this, Windows 10S is gone. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. So it came, yeah. Surface Laptop originally came with <laughs> Windows 10S or Windows 10 and S mode, and now it's just uh, Windows 10 Home. Good. So, yep. <laughs> so, Because if you went back and read your review, and pretty much every review that I read, everyone is like, this is an awesome laptop, but it really sucks that it comes with this GIMP version of Windows. The GIMP version so. of Windows, though, gave you about an hour and a half more battery life, although, is that a big deal when you've already got like 15 or 16 hours? I don't know. Yeah, so percentage, mm-hmm. it, was just, it was just very small. Right. And, and I gotta say, though, I, I'm, I'm pretty harsh on Windows 10s, but I tried living the Windows 10s lifestyle for a little bit. And you, if you are a pure work yeah. d- worker drone, you can get by staying in Windows 10s mode because Office is there. You know the Windows Store, which has traditionally been you know uh, shelves of Walmart after a zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse. <laughs> there's actually stuff in there. It's it sometimes still feels like a discount store because there are things like oh you want to buy Google access your Google Mail from this application from you know 
written by some dude in Zimbabwe right. or something you never know. But it really, there's a lot of slack is in there. Yeah, you, you, know? Well, so, you can always use web apps too if you don't want to actually download the Spotify. app. Spotify. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. The only the only issue with me, uh, not the only issue, because I'm a gamer, but. Uh, the issue with me with 10s mode is the being locked down to edge. That's mm. a it's a compromise. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, that's fine. No. But uh, Surface Laptop Two, uh, is it Core M or is it a full? Is no, it a it's core, It's i5 i7. Okay. Yep. yep. Full on, but it's a it's a KB Lake R, so it's mm-hmm. a it's same a quad part. part. Okay. Same parts as the uh, Surface Pro Six. Interesting. I wonder how they have they done anything to beef up the thermals of the Surface Pro Six or the Surface Laptop? Or Supposedly, they say, oh, just... the the panel's a bit thicker. Or sorry, thinner on the laptop, and they revamped the cooling system to enable the eighth okay. gen parts. But um, nothing that's really obvious the outside. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, now uh, third was the Surface Studio Two, and Ooh, big upgrades there, Mark. Yeah, big well, upgrades. I mean, you know, here <laughs> it's it's one of those machines that I mean, we didn't want to. I mean, I didn't want to give it back. I mean, it's got this big, huge, wonderful <clears throat> panel. Yeah, uh, it's, it looks it's fantastic. Beautiful. You can like, uh, I can tell you that uh, I had to work like over the weekend uh, when we had it in the office during like March Madness, and I just put four basketball games up in each corner of the screen. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Um, but, you know, one of the things, first of all, as they made the presentation, they were like they were like whipping through slides. I mean, it was like boom, 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 boom. And they had, just for a brief uh, a brief moment up there, they had fastest Surface ever for the Surface Studio 2. And I was just like, oh, right, eighth generation parts. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I we had to, to be honest with you, I had to correct it because I, I, I wrote eighth generation parts. Nope, seventh generation parts. That to me is crazy. It is crazy, and they did. It for it's definitely reasons. crazy because they were they were amping up the fact that they're in eighth gen parts for the laptop and the pro. Yep, exactly. They're like eighth gen, eighth gen, uh, fastest service ever. Yep, last gen. Yep. yep. What what bugged me about that is uh, during the presentation itself, which wasn't live stream, so it wasn't public facing. They were talking the graphics as uh, next gen pascal graphics from nvidia yeah which when you consider the fact that uh you know the turing gpus launched like two weeks ago and they're truly next gen and they're here already it's real disingenuous to me for them to be promoting as next gen pascal graphics yeah and the funny thing is because i was like oh my god there's you know they've got because mobile is different than desktop i don't expect a turing to show up in laptops anytime soon i thought oh my god there's been rumors of a 1080 ti for a year and a half and I thought, oh, they're going to put a 1080 Ti in this thing, right? right? Yep. Mobile. And I asked Nvidia for comments. They said, we don't comment about that. Are you crazy? Are you, <laughs> <laughs> are you nuts? Are you wasted You wasted internet bandwidth even asking. What are you nuts? And I looked up the specs, and it's like, it's just a 1080. This is a regular 1080 and a 1070, right? I think. Yeah. The, um, hang on a second. I, I'm pretty sure they're just, yeah, 1080. And it's like, there's nothing next generation about it. Well, the thing is, is that it is a uh, it's a bump faster as far as the GPU than the Surface Book Two, so that's how they get to the fastest studio ever. So it's got a 1060 option or a 1070 option, and then the Surface Book Two topped out of the 1060. Right. But I mean, that's a little bit. I mean, come so, on. But so especially because doesn't it start at thirty five hundred bucks? Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah. screen, Brad. The yeah. screen is just like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. you just it you'll is, work. It, it is just really you pretty. See that yeah. and no. No, they haven't sold a standalone screen either, which is unfortunate. But so here's my thing, though. When the Surface Studio came out, everybody was like, oh, this is Pascal, right? Um, yeah, uh, 980M. It's like, what? 
Why are you using old ass hardware in this thing? It's yeah. like, and then now here we get the respin. It's like, okay, 1080. All right, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. It's a mobile part. But the CPU, the CPU kills me. I mean, the other thing, it's too, a, is I, that we have nooks that like are in the same form factor as that base that are much more powerful. Right. So, yeah, so for CPU, it's a it's a Core i7-7820HK, yeah, I think. HQ. HQ. So yeah. it's basically the second from the top KB-like part, which is, I got to say, not that impressive. Uh, Coffee Lake parts smoke it in single threaded and, you know, most just about everything. And then six core versus four quad core. I know. Yeah. Well, what's up with that? I don't. I mean, it looked fantastic. They had Forza Horizon 4 being played on it and it looked great. Um, But, you know, um, that's all GPU. It's and it's also very optimized, too. Yeah, but I mean, 1080 is a good 1080 mobile. It's a good part, right? And this is not a max Q, I don't think, right? So full on, so so full eighty, full 1080. So it's a good Mm -hmm. part. But does it get 1080? I thought it topped out at 1070. Is it? Oh, sorry, he's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't go 1080. It's 1070. It's probably 1070 max Q. No, is it a full? I don't know, right? But they don't specify. I mean, they. I have to say that Microsoft's playing some very vague games in its product specs. If you look at the Surface Laptop Two specs or the Surface Pro Six specs, it just says Core i five or Core i seven. Doesn't even actually specify the chip. You kind of have to hunt it down. So they got some work to do there. I mean, I don't understand it because I mean, there is just no reason to introduce a thirty five hundred dollar, four thousand dollar all in one with a quad core last generation Intel part. I totally agree. Do you, yeah. do you think it's because, you know, Intel's definitely got shortages of uh, uh, 14 nanometer parts, so everybody's in allocation? Could well, be. Isn't last, no, last gen mm. is still 14 nanometer. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they probably got like a truckload of it because it's like... Yeah. Or maybe Intel just said, hey, you know what, Microsoft, why don't you put, put some of them uh, ARM chips in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go down to Qualcomm, yeah. get yeah. some of those, you know, A45s, put them in your Surface Studio. Yeah. We don't have huh? any Core M parts in any of these, or, or ARM parts for that matter. So, I know. Yeah. Could, is the form factor the same? For the studio? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Same, same. Uh, the only thing that's really changed is they, they up the uh, contrast ratio by about a third, and the light output is above 500 nits now because they changed some things at the transistor level with the polarizer. Um, that's nice. But resolution's the same. Everything else is essentially the same. So I was wondering if maybe form factor could nope. have played same into thing. it, but it's basically the same thing. Then Looks like it, it. Yeah, it would make sense to put in an eighth gen part. I mean, hell, they're putting Core i9 six-core chips into MacBook Pro 15s. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, the throttle's like hell, but they got it in there. So yeah. I don't, I just, I can't see thermals being excuse. I can't see space or power or anything. It's if you're just paying simply, that much for that part. Why don't you just go ahead? It's and crazy, right? Yeah. Especially because this is a, a an all-in-one that you would need six cores for if you're doing video editing or yeah, that exactly. stuff. Exactly, that's right. You know, the really bad news here is if you get a high-end. I, I, you, I'm saying this. You get a high-end iMac, iMac Pro. iMac Pro will whip this thing silly, right, in CPU, because it's got, like, yep. yeah. Yeah, but you can't draw on it. You can't draw on it. That's true. The screen and the... Uh, I mean, the, it, it, yeah. the, the fact that it, it bends down, you can draw on it, you've got the nice dial. I mean, it, it's... Yeah. It comes with a keyboard, pen, and... Uh, Which are pretty crappy, uh, but... It comes with a dial, actually. Does the Surface Studio take... Uh, DisplayPort in or HDMI 2.0 in? That is a good question. Because I'm... It's... What is it, actually? Um, Shoot. I don't know. Actually, it's... it, well, first of all, it, it, it goes out to uh, an right. external monitor, but it doesn't actually say... It says you, there is a USB-C jack, but I don't... 
that doesn't go any farther than that as far as it's describing what it is. I sort of so, see again, the one know. saving grace of the Surface Studio is in three years when you just want to throw the rest of it away, you can just run it as a monitor by running <laughs> DisplayPort <laughs> in. Because yeah, well, I that's wish. what everyone's wanted for, for generations, or two generations now. Is I mean, that would be the way to solve everybody's like, hey, I want the this beautiful monitor you have. You won't get the touch necessarily. <laughs> yeah, right. Go buy an old one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just run the input into it, right? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised nobody has like uh, has come out with a compet like one of the modern manufacturers haven't come out with a competing, you know. God, it feels like on the Surface Studio and, and well, anybody who's if you go to, go to a Microsoft store when you're in the Apple store and you need to catch a fr- some breath of fresh air, go into the Microsoft store. There's somebody in there. Check out the studio. It is just like you like damn. It is because it is like it is just beautiful, right? Yeah. It's just amazing. And th- there are some professional grade. Uh, um, you know companies that that like like Wacom that have their own you know right. their own things, but it's still not as not as pretty, not as sleek. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's not as. I mean, it's just really. I mean, I I don't know. I See, would think if they sold the panel itself, with they would they'd sell a truckload of them. I mean, it's they took a nice hefty swing at it, and they seem to pop out a third. I mean, you know, it would be they're so close to having like a great product, and it's 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 very good, but it's just not over the top. They could really have crushed it in this. So yep. I, yeah, I agree. That's especially because that form factor and that the fact that you can lean it down, draw on it. That's such a different differentiation point for them. Like, there's nothing else like it really, uh, and it's it sucks that it's last gen parts all around. Mm-hmm. Um, what about all those rumors of a modular studio? Surface Studio that we all no saw. We, the only modular thing that we've talked about is the Surface Hub Two, which we haven't talked about. Oh. That's that next generation part, which is actually sort of uh, it's there's there's actually a, a slot that you slide the CPU and, and storage out into it, and that's where we we if you want to talk about it, we can, and that's the one we was talking about. It comes out next year, and then we have the next gen experiences in 2020, which is supposedly tied to the next revision of, of Windows, an actual revision of Windows, sort of a new operating system. So mm. um, and that's the best indication that we have that it's coming. It's just a bummer because I mean the studio is just. And again, I'm serious. That screen, if you ain't ever seen it, it's you got it. You got to see that panel. It's yep. just beautiful. But that's right. you know, it's just hard to like a quad core with a 1080 part in three years is not going to be fun. 1070. Nope. Yeah. Oh, 1070. God, yes, I know. 1070. I know. 1070 <laughs> versus a 980M too. Yeah, it's decently faster, but... So you want to talk about headphones? Yeah. For oh, yeah. What's yeah. up with the... All right. So anyways, the fourth product that's sort of the surprise was the Surface headphones. And the whole theme of the Surface uh, launch was the fact that... Uh, and I got to say, I mean, you know, you look at Steve Jobs, uh, Panos Panay is sort of cut from the same cloth. Uh, he is very enthusiastic. He's very passionate, very eloquent. Uh, I love the fact that he actually includes his kids in these presentations. Um, and you get to see the sort of them grow up. And, you know, he really understands the sort of the emotional appeal of the Surface hardware. And so the headphones sort of tie into that with, you know, his, he made the point that when you're, when you're, when you're working, when you're truly working, sort of everything else sort of fades away including the technology and so the headphones are designed to do that because of noise canceling headphones and uh, they're about 329 bucks which is about the same as say the Sony headphones or the Bose quiet comforts uh, sort of in that same vein and uh, they're nice I mean they're silvery they're nice you know they're you know cups just like these but they've got two dials one on the left dials up and down the uh, echo cancellation it's got passive echo cancellation and an active cancellation and i'm not sure exactly how many incremental levels i want to say a dozen but i I think i'm wrong probably wrong on that um the the right handles volume 
This is where we find USB-C uh, for charging. It's about 15 <laughs> hours of battery life, a couple of hours, to, you know, an hour and a half, I think, to charge it fully. Um, it has, naturally, Cortana in it. So you can, what? Yeah, you can go, hey, Cortana, you know, play me my Spotify playlist, and it'll come right over the, the headphones. Yeah, Drew just mentioned this uh, in, in the YouTube chat, uh, is that uh, it's not giving up on Cortana. Nope. If they're, they're actually going to embed it in these yep. headphones. That's right, exactly, yeah. I didn't actually get a chance to try it out with music. Um, I did try the the echo cancellation um you know you ever talk you always talk about like uh you know demo crowded demo rooms being bad places to demo things but that was the perfect place to <laughs> yep, demo that's and, perfect. You know, echo cancellation or uh, noise cancellation um and it worked great i mean the only problem that i had with it is you couldn't dial down the echo the noise cancellation to zero it was always a little bit there so you had this sort of this Sort of this alien sounding, you know, sort of. Oh, that's noise. weird. Yeah, huh. when you're talking to somebody, oh, okay. it's always there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it worked great. I mean, um, you know, the whole, uh, you know, you just, you'd be, you know, talking or something like that, and all the background noise would sort of vanish, and then there'd be like someone you're talking to there, and that would noise would come in fairly clearly. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't. I, I personally don't know a whole lot about uh, noise cancellation headphones. Adam, you had said you had just you know used them some yourself. So um, from my standpoint, they were they were excellent. I'm not sure if they're better than the other ones on the market, just because I haven't tried the other ones. How I have is, a question. Sure, oh, go ahead. You said they're silvery. Yes. They were they were promoting everything else being black. I you know. Black. <laughs> Jason Cross pointed that out. That's the one you want in black, doesn't That's it? That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it like these. So it doesn't come in black. It doesn't come in black. What? Oh, that is weird. <laughs> yeah. Also, did, did did they partner with somebody like AKG I or Sennheiser? I did, but I don't but, know. I didn't have a chance to ask that question. That, that feels really Without weird that. to not like mention like, oh, we partnered with a really high end audio company. You know, they had uh, this sort of this you know expanded, exploded view of all the components. So my indication, my thought was they actually designed it themselves. But it, yeah, it would make more sense. Well, they probably designed it, but it, I mean, they're probably not actually. There is a lot of IP, right? Dude, you yeah. know, but if you right. think about it, premium companies like Apple. They just outsource a lot of stuff, and mm. then they say, "Well, who made it? Oh, right. we did. True, and it's True. just AKG or whoever." And yeah, because exactly. they, you know, you, that's why well, they there's got no quiet sticker about? on they got beats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just don't. I'd be, they don't I'd want be the nervous branding. about buying a first gen Surface headphone uh-huh. for three hundred and thirty bucks mm-hmm. myself, just because with the Surface line, I think Microsoft has proven that they eventually get to a great place with all their hardware, but the first iteration. Usually tends to get some bugs and in rough spots. I don't know who, who you can. It, it was reports. like that with the Surface Pro. <laughs> it was like that with the Surface Book was having issues. Totally agree. Well, well yeah. I, I gotta say, yeah, I, I was telling Mark before the show that uh, I just put up a, a review on TechHive uh, that I'm gonna link to the chat right now uh, of what uh, what we're dubbing the the best noise cancellation headphones uh, that you can buy right now, which are the Sony WH1000XM3. Uh, and yeah, it, it one of the great features I love in it is the uh, how much in inside the app you can dial how much ambient noise mm-hmm. you put in. But to have it actually available on the the ear cup itself, like, would be really awesome. So yeah, there is yeah. going to be a revised Cortana app for the phone that's going to have some controls with it. But um, 
I don't know if it's any better than say what Sony offers. Yeah, that's actually what I'm I I'm very interested to hear is like how the Cortana integration works. So you're saying it's built into the headphones, so yep. that means it's for use with PC only. Well, it's, it's it, it connects to your phone, so it's designed more for. Well, I mean, I, I take that back. Cortana's I, I, on it, phones it, too. Yeah, Cortana's on phones. I'm not sure if it's directly designed to work with phones or PCs. Probably both. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely Cortana's there. I didn't have a chance to actually. Cortana didn't work with it when we. I tried saying, "Hey, Cortana," and either it didn't recognize me with the ambient noise or it just didn't have the integration, but supposedly it's there. Huh. I'm just, because I don't know anybody who runs Cortana on, on the phone. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, from that standpoint, is I don't do a whole lot of interaction with Cortana orally when I'm at a work environment, because I don't want to hear, have people tell you, oh, your hemorrhoids are quite minus <laughs> F4, you know, that type of thing. Um, but, you know, if I had it, maybe I'd use it a little bit more if Cortana's just piping that information directly into my headphones as opposed to broadcasting it publicly. So huh. Yeah, you know what I can really see it for is a system level control, which is mm. where Cortana can really work with Microsoft products. So right. you could say, hey, Cortana, turn the volume or mute the volume. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, Cortana. That's true. Yep. Do a restart, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know. Quit there out of a, Skype. There is a mute mic button, too, in case you don't want Cortana to hear anything. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I'm not really They're sure. They're always listening. That's right. I just hate those <laughs> yeah, features. It seems so dystopian. It has a special mute mic button. So Shut up, Cortana. Shut up. Well, I, I, to me, it's just more of this issue like, hey, it sounds like it's an awesome set of noise-canceling headphones. But you got the Bixby feature, which is like you immediately turn out. How do I turn off Bixby, oh, Bixby. and Cortana? Oh, right? I, like, okay, Bixby, Cortana, stand in this room. Yeah. Lock it right. and like, just stay there forever. Yeah. Right? Yep. It just, yep. So uh, Drew from the YouTube chat says uh, he has Cortana on his iPhone and uses it more than Siri. So, really? Uh, yeah. I, can, I can believe it. Yeah. It's because Siri is dumb. Siri yeah. sucks. Yeah, uh, but Siri all, talks back. <laughs> also, you know what I just realized? This is with the uh, with the Microsoft Surface headphones. This is the closest that uh, we could ever be to being Master Chief. Right? We got Cortana in our in our head, you know, just like mm. uh, in Halo. So That's true. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's a uh, a good selling point. Could be. You could be just like Master Chief. Uh, and their Bluetooth, of course, right? Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's the other thing. God, I mean, Microsoft kind of dropped the ball on its spec sheet. They don't even list the fact that it has Bluetooth on their on their on their, on their uh, spec sheet. It's just like really. Yeah, yeah, I had. I mean, it was just that's like weird. I don't. I was just like, okay, which version of Bluetooth does it have? It's not even listed. Just, yeah, does it have Aptex Aptex HD Bluetooth five four point one? That's bizarre. They don't say that. Huh. It has. It's wired and wireless, so it has. You can plug in an audio cord if you want. Hmm. What other company does that move where they just want you to give them your credit card and not tell you crap about what you're getting? Hmm. <laughs> trying to think what company would, would do uh, something like that. It's annoying. I can't believe that you just dropped the ball on something. As as it was, I was I ran into the same issue with the Razer Sila Sila yesterday, their new router. I went to their site. I was writing it up. I went to go check out the tech specs, click the tech specs. You go down there and it's like... Oh, yeah, game's great over Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, yeah, your games will be faster. I'm like, uh, the, the four bullet points that they had, there was not a single actual specification there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They got to remember the nerds. The yes. nerds want to see the specs. Yep. Well, at least, yeah. Show me the money. All those journalists that got laid off, just hire one of them and put them in the... <laughs> but, but the I, I do think that it's just part of they want to build... They want to. They want to genericize parts. It's about them. It's not about the the subcontractor vendors yeah. are putting into all their parts yeah. that they're building them out. So <laughs> it it just makes Shade. them seem better, right? <sighs> okay. Well, that's exciting. Windows ten. 
Yeah, actually, I do want to talk about Windows 10. Windows I just, we should have 10. talked about Surface 6 last, Surface Studio first, because that's that negative in the headphones. <laughs> it makes me, just to close it up, the whole back in black emphasis makes me wonder if they did that, just because otherwise there wasn't anything stand out to hype or talk about these. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like, yeah, it's an incremental update. doesn't sound anywhere near as good as back in black. You know, I guess as a journalist, you know, a tech journalist, we're supposed to get excited about such things. But when I just see all the reporting about, oh, it's been black, it's just like, I just don't just get, I just get exhausted. Well, it just tells you there's nerds, what nerds care about, and there's yeah. what the the regular right. regular civilians care about. Like the new, if you care about that, that's fine. New but Alienware M15 comes in this beautiful red, which yeah. they initially said was only for China. Yep. They said today it's, no, it's everybody. But I will tell you, people would be like, oh my God, I can't get the red? Don't you care about how thick it is or what graphics card? No, you, I only care about the color. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I don't care about your Bluetooth specs. Exactly. All right. Uh, Windows update. Windows update or Windows 10? It's here. Oh, yeah. Windows 10, October 2018 update. So yeah. is it actually here? Now? Their names uh, are getting bad. Yeah, yeah it's here. Well, well, so the official name is yep. Windows. Windows 10, October 2018 update. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Are you jazzed for it? It's poetic. Yeah. I'm not jazzed for the name. What's the cool code name for it? Because that's what I like. Oh, it name. was uh, just uh, Redstone 5. Uh, now we're moving on to all right, that's 19H1. Cool. Which RS5. Even, yep. So RS5. What I wish is they would actually name the ISOs that would match the actual <laughs> one that, you're used, that you want. Because I, I have oftentimes downloaded the wrong ISO because I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, right. right. Makes sense. Fall Creator Update mm-hmm, 3 is mm-hmm, not the same as mm-hmm. Redstone 1. Yep, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's see. How Excited, we... Mark? <laughs> it's been a long... <laughs> Mark is on five hours of sleep, folks. East Coast time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, I mean, you know, as, as the name suggests, it's just more of sort of a collection of different features rather than any sort of unifying theme. I and mean, we had the Fall Creators update and the Spring Creators update and so forth. And so, you know, one of the things that... So we, we actually have a review up on PCWorld.com. And what I did for this time around was to talk about the features in sort of the main review and then talk about sort of the day-to-day conveniences in the next, you know, in a separate story. Because I think that there aren't as many features in this particular release as there have been in past releases. And so some of the more important things are things that you would use on a regular basis. Um, you know, like Search, for example. The Search window has expanded and gotten a little bit better. So, what are, they, are they destroying the world? Yeah. There's construction going on, folks, for all the noise. Yeah. What I'm afraid is Sorry, we're going to open that door and there's going to be a brick wall. There. <laughs> right? They're gonna, and then that black, in. With the black windows behind Adam that are blacked out, we're gonna, yeah. there's going to be bricks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then what's, we're going to have to eat each other to survive. <laughs> have to beat somebody to death and then eat their bodies. Well, That's actually, Brad's... Brad's good. Yeah, Brad's He's fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, we'll just go ahead and use Brad as our conduit yeah. in the outside world. He'll yeah. just watch. <laughs> yeah, he'll be forced to watch. So, anyways, I mean, there's a few things that I think are t- worth talking about, and the one thing that you can go ahead and just jump on me right now, I think Edge is there. I think Microsoft Edge has finally arrived as a day-to-day browser. Huh. I've been impressed with the way it's uh, it's evolved over time, and I think that. Um, I've used it uh, both on a regular basis as well as just you know as a day-to-day browser, and it's not not really painful to use anymore. So you can go ahead and 
That's it. Hit me with it. Mark, he's just it. bracing himself. So if you're watching, if you're just listening to this, Mark has actually got his arms in front of his face in a defensive crouch. Like as though like, oh, I got in a, a fight in the subway. He's yep. he's like ready to get beat on for liking yeah. Edge. As much as so Chrome. Yeah. Here, here's my issue with that. Sure. Go ahead. Um, I just updated to the October update uh-huh. this morning or last night. Yep. Um, and I use Chrome. I've yep. had Ben use it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, Edge lost its chance with me because I tried it the first couple of big updates that it came out, uh, and it just wasn't there. Um, for me to switch from Chrome or Firefox or Vivaldi or whatever to Edge at this point, it's going to require some sort of awesome feature to try to get me to try it again. Yep. Is there anything like there, that in there, or are they just shored up the, the details? You know, not really. Um, you know, if you care about things like, uh, you know, making sure that websites don't autoplay video, things like that, um, you know, they're, you know, that's really that if you're looking at a new future for Edge, it's sort of what it boils down to. I mean, things like, you know, highlighting a word in, in, in reading mode and, and getting a definition of it, obviously, isn't going to move the needle. Um, so I, I just, I use, I mean, this has always been my case. I will load up a tab with CNN or uh, CNET or the Chronicle site, sfgate.com. And for years and years and years, those have been really painful and very slow and very chunky uh, as far as the responsiveness is concerned. And now things move very uh, very quickly, even without ad, you know, ad blocking software and so forth. So from that standpoint, like if I have a computer that has Edge on by default, you know, I'm cool with it. Um, again, Chrome makes it so damn easy to go ahead and put Chrome on a new machine and get your passwords and get your bookmark bar, and everything just pops up just like that. Edge isn't there yet, and that's where it's weak. Um, but if you play around with it for a little bit, you know, it's 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 it's. I think it's worth in the, being in the conversation. So. You know, before it was basically unusable for yep. me, unless you're sticking to very basic stuff. So it sounds like it's usable at least now, which yep. is great. I agree. Yep. It's crazy that it took three years. Yep, totally uh, great. You know, yeah. for me though, I I actually think Edge is a it, it, it's a better performing browser, and um, but my issue is the that I don't understand what the icons mean. They still are going with these hieroglyphics. Like I don't <laughs> like I just like the most basic thing in Firefox, in Safari, in Chrome. You know, which is like where are your downloads? I can't find where my downloads are in this thing. Well, that's actually browser, right? it is, that's actually an interesting point because if you go to well, if you know where to look for in the the downloads section of Edge, it actually will now give you a little shortcut to your downloads folder, so it's a little bit easier to find. Um, <laughs> How hard is it to add that feature? Uh, right, you know, that's right, like see. a basic usability thing. Like Here we go. you know. <laughs> Front door to house. Yeah. Well, we got the window, we got the fridge, all this stuff is great. What about exit to? Yeah, we ain't working on that. It's like that's the first thing you put in is like download folder. But I, now I'm going to say this, Mark. Sure. I I'm doing some testing with. We're going to do a video on this eventually. You'll see it. But uh, ARM versus Core. Mm. I got to say, and I was kind of blown away. But Edge performance and ARM. Yeah, I know. It is very impressive. It is, it is actually one to one. It's much faster than Core, and I'm like, kind of like, whoa! Wow! Yeah, optimization yeah. there. I think. That's I'm interesting. Away. Yep. Uh, fire up Chrome though, and it ain't no fun. It's like <laughs> yep. a reversal. It's really bizarre. Yep. But in Edge, it's just like, whoa! Edge yep. is just on the A45 too. We're talking about a, a uh, phone SOC. It's performing really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So let me just run down a couple of the other little features too, and we can talk about them. Uh, I. Um, 
I think that one of the cooler things for me, and uh, I know, Brad, you talked about sort of cut and paste being a little bit wonky sometimes, but the cloud clipboard feature is kind of cool. Um, if you have more than one PC, um, you can essentially, I mean, you know how to cut and paste within, a, within Windows. Um, if theoretically. You, if, theoretically. <laughs> if you have more than one PC, you can actually control C on one PC. If, assuming you're signed in, they're connected to the internet. You can control C or control X on one PC and control V on another PC. And I am that. all about that. That's great, yeah. I mean, the only <laughs> the only wild. sad thing about it is four megabyte limitation, which sort of limits you to small images and basically text snippets. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done stuff with uh, the. Um, uh, the, the, actually, the, the one the comp- the manufacturer that has really done it well is is Logitech. They've got this utility that allows you to essentially take one thing, uh, just basically cut and paste whatever you want, as long as you have a Logitech mouse or a, a, you know a keyboard, and this has to be a certain version certain model of it you can cut and paste anything you want from one pc to the next and that's fantastic hmm. um and then there's a couple of other little utilities out there as well but i think that's kind of a it's it's a nice little it's a dumb little thing but you know it's one of those things that you know god how many times do we cut and paste during the course of a day and right. just you know it's great I, in between computers I just, so. yeah i just i love it i love the idea of it yep. i just my like you were alluding to my issue is that ever since windows 10 came out cut and paste has not worked reliably for me like I'll press Control C or I'll do Cut, and it'll work eighty percent of the time. Really? Twenty percent of the time it won't, and that's across multiple installs, multiple PCs. It's not an issue with me; it's an issue with Windows Ten, and that's. I mean, I'm still going to use it. It's not like you can't use Cut and Paste, but I hope they manage to finally fix that since they're adding in more features. Is yeah. it just not cutting, and yeah. or is it the? It doesn't cut. It doesn't copy. You just got to re-highlight it and do it again. To be honest with you, I've never heard that before. So. That's interesting. Yeah. My, my problem is with this a known issue. I, I, I know uh, like Brad Sams and stuff has complained about it before. Okay. Huh. Yeah, my issue is the, is the screen cap. Like, mm. I, the problem is everybody wants to own screen capping mm. now, so you don't even know where it ends up. Sometimes it goes alive. Sometimes it goes to Dropbox. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm, well, yeah. there's actually a new screen capping tool within the October update. Well, they're not. Really? It's not a new one. They're getting rid of the screen snipping tool and getting rid of, replacing with uh, was it Snip and Share? I can never remember the name. But snip the, and Sketch. Snip and Sketch. I was just Thank playing you. with it today. Oh, oh huh. but Screen Sketch is great. I use it all the time. Yeah, I, I use the snipping tool all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, the the one thing that they're trying to make sort of I mean first of all so in previous iterations there's been sort of like they went we went through this 3D phase right where you had mixed reality and and paint 3D and so forth and like now it's phone PC integration so one of the key apps that and it's actually probably going to put a shortcut on your screen is your phone I I swear they went with my phone but now it's your phone. And so your phone, what it does is it takes... Whose phone? Who's on first? On this PC? No, my PC. So if I take a picture with my phone, what it'll do is that the idea is that I can immediately see that photo on my PC and then copy and paste it or manipulate it or whatever it might be. And uh, I can also go ahead and leave my phone in my pocket. And if somebody texts me, I can go ahead and respond to that text right within my PC. Um, and then send text, receive text, interact with that, and so forth. And in the future, they're going to go ahead and uh, the, next, the next thing they're going to do with your phone is go ahead and, and, and actually run apps, like Android apps, um, from that particular your phone uh, application on Windows 2. Now, it won't actually be like a virtualized environment. That was my first question. But it's going to be uh, essentially RDP. So you're going to actually have like a mirrored uh, so phone screen, screen painting. Yeah, Not, screen painting. So yeah. going to be your, essentially your, your screen is going to be mirrored on your on your on your PC. So I mean my sort of t- problem with this is that they're 
the photos, if you already have your photos app configured so that it's connected to OneDrive, you already see that. I mean, if you take a picture with your phone and it's con- it uploads it to OneDrive, you're going to immediately see that within the Photos app. And then you can also sort of send and text, send and receive texts uh, via Cortana. But what it does is, it, so I mean, from that standpoint, it's redundant. On the flip side, if you look at it as, say, a different modality, like, you know, interacting with your PC with speech or touch, um, this is just a nice, simplified version of pulling all that functionality and putting it into one place. So I've kind of. There's a there's sort of a glass half full, glass half empty. <laughs> so, but it requires you to install it on an Android app, then. It does, yeah. And that's the oh god, that's the other thing. So Microsoft has now all of a sudden decided it's going to, you know, embrace the phone with <laughs> you know besides you know not Windows Phone but Android and iOS Surface Phone. So in the grand the grand tradition of Microsoft, it's now gives you like you know now wants you to put like five billion apps in your phone. So there's like before there was the Katana app. And then there was Microsoft, was this weird thing called Microsoft Apps, which was sort of a shortcut to other apps. <laughs> and now there's your phone companion, which is actually the interaction. This is what enables your phone. And in the future, well, they already have Microsoft Launcher. And in the future, Microsoft Launcher is going to have a little bit more robust uh, interaction with your phone, too. I just want one damn app for my phone yep. that connects with my PC and have done with it. And... Oh, there's oh god, there's Bing and there's Edge and it's just like just <laughs> OneDrive. Yeah, right. that's why I don't use uh, Facebook Messenger anymore. They're like, we're splitting this out from the app, even though it didn't used to yeah. be. I'm like, oh, looks like I'm not using that anymore. Yeah, Screw just that. you know, <laughs> give me one damn app. And <laughs> yeah, but, but I think that's uh, interesting too. Is uh, all this functionality is mostly for Android? It's a lot yeah, more right. than iOS. Yeah, exactly. And that's because of Apple, not because of Microsoft. It's just too locked down, right? iOS yeah. is just too long. I mean, I, Apple will say a lot. We don't like this. It competes with what we do. So go after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's a problem. Android's a little opener. But what I'm wondering, though, it's, if it's going to if it's going to we're going to embrace the war that we're already having in Windows when you, you start up Chrome and it says Windows <laughs> tells you, oh, don't you want to use Edge? You start Edge and then you go to Google and says, oh, don't you want to use Chrome? And, like your phone's going to say the same thing. It's like, gosh, you know, that's true. Your Android phone would be a lot better if you had a Cortana on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing ads sort of, you know, there's been the problem of sort of ads. I mean, settings seems to have that, at least have one sort of ad for a feature down on the bottom of the screen, sort of the right hand corner of the screen. Um, I guess that's just, I mean, it's, I have, you know, it's one of those things that I talk about with Microsoft executives when I see them at, at places. I mean, I totally get that they want to go ahead and put these new features in front of the user. I really think that's a good thing. On the flip side, I totally understand people who are just like, get that crap out of my face. I mean, that's it's how a, I am. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's two sides of the coin. Um, I, I, show me at once. Like when you start, when you install the October yeah, update, no, hey, absolutely. pop it up and say, hey, check this out, check this out. But Office when I go to install Chrome, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Office, Office 365 does that. When you have new features, it gives you a pop-up, and that's it. And that's what Windows should do. And then just, it doesn't do that. It gives you this weird sort of tips app you'll never look at again. And just, like, give me the new features and get out of my way. But, you know, everybody's gotten increasingly desperate, though, because, like, I've run Norton for many years, and it used to be you'd never get advertising, and now you get like, hey, you know, why don't you do this? Have you heard of this feature? Oh, my God, you might have been like, they might be selling your body on the Internet. You better check right now. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. I thought you were just going to scan the executable. You know, but uh, everybody has to do it now, and I, I think it's everybody's just kind of like desperate to, for everybody's attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ada in the YouTube chat uh, says that they they still fear Microsoft may introduce a paywall onto new features or onto some security updates, and they think that uh, as soon as the install base is big enough, they'll do it. What, what do you think? I mean, they always have. Install base is already big. Pro enough. and home. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really make a big push for Pro though. Well, I see, mean. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I think, you know, to be fair, look, everybody likes to beat up on Microsoft. It's fun. Everybody can laugh at it. But you know what? You can take a Pentium 4, install Windows 10. You will get every single update, every single security update for a computer that was made 15 years ago, mm-hmm. right? 18 years ago. Yep. Good luck doing that on Apple, who just tells you buy a new one. <laughs> Good luck on your your Nexus 6P. It's like, yep. oh, you want the yeah. new OS? Go F yourself. Go buy a new one. <laughs> yep. Microsoft gives you all these security updates all the time for ancient hardware. They support all the stuff. They would love to dump you overboard, but they don't. Yep. Right? So right. give them credit for giving you all the stuff. So I, I understand why people yeah. get paranoid, but you got to give them due to, credit, too. To and you've been doing it forever. To, to play to that paranoia, though, I, I could foresee a future. I think I've discussed this before along in the past, where... Traditional desktop modes are a paid-for extra feature. Like, that's the enthusiast or gamer edition or whatever. Like, if you want to run Steam and whatnot, traditional desktop apps, you, you pay extra. I, don't, I can see that. I, I don't know if I'd see that in consumer, but I think they're really heading towards that with the Microsoft 365 sort of business stuff because it's all sort of like Windows plus Office 365 plus this mobile management stuff. And I, I kind of think that they're going to hit those corporate customers for licensing fees and everything they can and the consumers might not get that i think you know there's always that possibility that we're going to see um you know sort of that all access where everything's sort of xbox and office is all rolled together we didn't talk about it but there's actually sort of a leasing program for where they call it microsoft surface all access where you paid a monthly fee <clears throat> for say a surface book 2 or a surface studio or something of that sort so um, again hmm. i think geared more towards business customers but if you want i suppose you can lease your your hardware as well yeah they just did that with xbox too mm-hmm. right that's right but I mean, but again, I, I, you know, we've been getting all the updates, all, every security update for free for a long time. Right. So I, I, I do understand everybody's, but I think I don't like the double standard. I mean, I like making fun of Microsoft, but I don't like the double standards that people apply to Microsoft. They, they don't apply to Google. They don't sp- apply to Apple and everybody else that just continually screws you on hardware every generation. You don't get screwed on hardware with, you know, Microsoft or OSs. So I, it's, I, but I, I wonder if that's just because. Microsoft is it's more democratic. The PC is more democratic, and you know they hear they you know they would love to just push off legacy support for everything, but everybody's like, no, we got to do this. They sort of hear the what everybody says, and they factor that in other plans. We know other companies would just say, you know, jump into the ocean and drown. Well, so. I think I mean the democracy aspect is is one of the more problematic issues I think with technology in general because <laughs> Microsoft is 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 totally open suggestions and feedback. I mean they encourage it, and that's. That's 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 a great thing, and then then that's not a great thing because you know everybody has their own opinion about where Microsoft should you know where it should go and what it should do, and they seem to try to incorporate all of this stuff. I mean, the feedback hub has you know if you want to make a suggestion, the feedback hub is there within Windows 10. They'll look at it, they'll respond to you um, if there's enough you know sort of momentum behind it. But then you know you everybody sort of pull in different directions. I mean, Microsoft or sorry, Apple of course has the benevolent dictatorship where they say this is our vision and you shall adhere to it, and so 
sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but they have a cohesive vision and that's it. With Microsoft, you sometimes feel they're being pulled in all directions at once. There's nothing benevolent about it. I mean, there are there are dual Xeons, we've got piles of them that you can install the latest version of Mac OS on. True. That's insane. Yep. That's just absolutely insane. And I'm not talking like core two, I'm talking like core, you know, Nehalem mm. class hardware. You can't get the latest OS. Yeah. That's just fundamentally wrong, and everybody just gives Apple and they give Google a, a pass for, hey, I, I can tell you this phone's going to get screwed on a new security update in a right. few months. You know, yeah, I, you can run a core two and you can get all the security updates. So, well, and uh, John Malkovich in the chat would very John much, Malkovich. yeah, I know, right? He's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he would we like made to, it. <laughs> would like to point out that uh, you know you gotta you gotta include Win- Linux in there when you're talking about that too. That's true too. I just haven't figured yep. out how to install it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think just the pushback is. It's against people. People want the legacy desktop support, mm. and with Windows 8 and initially with Windows 10, Microsoft was trying to go hard away from that to the more of the mobile experience where it is more locked down, it is more restrictive. And I think that's where a lot of the pushback came from. Microsoft does deserve props because they have been pulling back away from that more and giving people more of what they want out of their PCs. Mm-hmm. Right. But is there any more features? Because I got something I want to talk about. Oh, there's about. tons oh. of them. <laughs> oh, and Brad's got his feature. He wants to talk about. Yeah, that's about. fine. I mean, I, I should say, first of all, that please, uh, I've spent a lot of time on this, so I'm just begging you. <laughs> Go ahead and check out a review on PCWorld.com as well as the conveniences. There's a lot there. I've tried to put everything through its paces. Some things work, some things don't. There's things that aren't there that they promised would be. Um, one of the things that's probably the most disappointing that's actually not there was this sort of this update. AI, I think it's not there. This sort of this update AI feature, which was you know basically like you know everybody's seen the videos and everybody's sometimes even had it happen themselves where there's a, an unexpected Windows update and everybody freaks out because you're gaming or it's during the presentation and something of that sort. The idea was that this release would actually have some sort of AI in it, which would smartly, intelligently understand when you're using your PC and not update it when you went to the bathroom or got a cup of coffee. Uh, I have not been able to ascertain whether this thing is in it or not, because there's no specific feature or setting that sort of turns it on or turns it off. So my guess is that no, it's not, um, which is annoying as all hell. Um, But again, that's what happens when you're sort of dealing with this stuff because Microsoft sort of promises all this stuff in the insider builds and then quietly cuts it and you have to go through and see okay does the promises match what's actually in the operating system and then it gets kind of frustrating because you're like two in the morning and you're rewriting your review because it's not there and <laughs> it'd be nice if they sent not you know or yeah what's that it'd be nice if they published something and said okay insiders just so you know these six features that you've been testing weren't able to they make the do cut. kind of have that and that's sort of the change logs but you sort of have to wade through it all and, and just like uh, i was just it's just you know it's a little bit frustrating from st- some standpoint um behavior changes for certain features i mean don't get me wrong the the visibility they have is fantastic i love the insider program it is absolutely great but you know from a s- testing standpoint it's a little bit you know it gets a little bit uh, it's difficult to do sometimes so Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, let's see. I mean, I can just give you a, a lightning round. There's Storage Sense. So storage Sense is upgraded to with OneDrive. So if you have files on your PC that you haven't upgraded or haven't done anything with for say 30 days, it'll kick them into OneDrive if you connect it. This is optional. Um, I think it's a great feature. However, if you have say like a Steam library where you've downloaded stuff and all of a sudden kicks your Steam library to the cloud and you have to re-download it, then all of a sudden I'm going to be kind of upset with that. And so and uh, that's not going to happen. OneDrive space isn't free either, so nope. be careful with it. Yep. They do they do have granular controls. I was digging through that myself this morning. I like it a lot. 
Yeah, so uh, let's, what else we got here? Search box is bigger. Uh, if you don't want to open a, a Bing, uh, like a website to search Bing, because everybody searches Bing, right? Um, mm. It does it with, right within Windows. Um, focus Assist turns on automatically while gaming, which is nice. Focus Assist basically kills notifications if you're at a full screen game. Hmm. Uh, focus Assist will now turn on automatically and just prevent things like sure. email and so forth. Sure, I believe that feature works. <laughs> I love it if it works, I because it those works. notifications can break a lot of games. Yep, exactly. Uh, uh, Brad's favorite is dark mode in File Explorer. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, task Manager has per-app power usage, oh. which sounds better than it sounds it is, because basically everything says it's very low. It would be nice if we gave you component-level uh, power you know, draw from your monitor or your, or sorry, your, your display or CPU and so forth. And we're not here yet. I'm hoping it comes. Um, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. That's conveniences. Oh, go back to features. While Mark, he's looking, by the way, sure. definitely go to PCWorld.com and look up Mark's review and his conveniences article that I believe he's referring to right now. Because I downloaded the October update this morning. They don't do a very good job of explaining what's new. Working with Mark's articles, it was great. great. And uh, Adam will put hopefully a link in the uh, show notes. Already done. Yeah. Right. Um, just a couple more things, actually. Microsoft Fontmaker, it's fun. It's gimmicky. You, if you want to make a font out of your handwriting, you can do it. It takes about three minutes. Um, <laughs> I think it's hmm. something that my dad might like to use for like, <laughs> invitations. Do they have to be alphanumerical resembling or would they take any images you can write could it. i make could i make like a wing things out of meme <laughs> if you if you write it in yourself you can if you want to cut and paste like a picture then i don't think there's any uh, possibility of doing okay it. yeah huh. challenge accepted yeah <laughs> that's fine go ahead uh skype is updated to the new ui um i'm sorry skype team i don't like skype's new ui um i like oh. skype for business i want it as straightforward as possible but if you like things like Reactions to comments and things like that. It's there. There's five billion versions of Skype. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. It just. Uh, I just think Skype's a mess, and I really apologize to the Microsoft and the Skype team. Just. I wouldn't apologize to them. I would apologize. Oh no! For oh no! no. Oh, oh Brad, come on! Oh, look at that! Don't Brad do just that. Put the that crying is emoji that on is the screen for that, audio listeners. That's. That's. that's <laughs> I thought it was just. We can, Skype we can end the show now. It's Absolutely done. nailed just, it. I know. I, I almost uh, I almost freaked out. I was like, oh, no. That is perfect. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a couple things that are more and so forth, but, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's, there's, there's something super oh, important Thank in you. it that yes. you can't see whatsoever right now, yes. and that is the direct X ray tracing API. Is it in there? Because I have never it's been able to confirm it. In, Microsoft never said it. No, they didn't. Uh, NVIDIA... Wound up confirming it directly. Oh, uh, and the DirectX 12, if you go into their developer blogs, wound up developing oh, directly. God. So now everything Good. is in place. We have hardware. We have software at the OS level. We should add We're just waiting review. for games at this point. We should add that to the review. Yeah, that's good. Does it show up in DXDiag or just? I just downloaded this morning. I haven't oh. gone into DXDiag yet, but it's in there. I cool. get, everyone says it's in there. Sweet. Wow. So we're ready for uh, ray tracing uh, games. Everybody's <laughs> going to have them, Brad, right? Yeah. They're all here. Can you imagine if it was Curious to see when they happen like, because oh uh, <laughs> the 2070 launches on the 17th, I believe it said. And I'm very curious to see if anybody pushes game updates before that because that would be a huge help for reviews, but a huge. Hope for NVIDIA if it doesn't wind up being impressive, but it's not reviewable before the launch of the 2070. 
Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a, another It's mess. still a question mark. But at least it's there. I mean, all the pieces are kind of falling into place. Drivers, yeah. drivers. you got hardware, you got, and, you got uh, the actual uh, DX version. Mr. Roboto on YouTube says uh, that they don't want to live another moment of life without being ray traced. <laughs> I don't want it either. Yeah, so. It's like that Aerosmith song. Yeah. What? Don't want to yeah. miss a thing. Oh, I don't want to okay. miss a thing without ray tracing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Aerosmith, you know, the song about ray tracing and so, video games. They used it in Armageddon. RTX. Good movie. <laughs> Underrated. Actually, ahead of its movie. time. Horrible movie. Just to kind of follow up all of the awesome stuff that Mark just said, um, uh, the October update is going to start automatically getting pushed out to PCs on the 9th. So Tuesday, I believe it is. Uh you can go get it now. I got it. I just went into the, my settings, Windows Update, check for updates, got it. There's also a manual download tool. We have an article about how to do all that. Um, you might want to wait a few days because today is the first day that people are really going out there and getting it. And we're not sure what percentage of users it is, but there are a lot of reports on Reddit and Windows forums today about data mysteriously disappearing. There was some so, issue with Windows. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So back up your data, which is something I say repeatedly in my how to upgrade. Whenever you do an OS upgrade, reinstall anything, make sure your data is backed, backed up. up back Wait, again. what? You mean like your actual data just vanishing, being paved over by the OS? Yeah, like their documents and music folders are empty now. Ooh. Oh, Whoa. my God. Yikes. What? Yeah. Be yeah. Good. No, well, it's not. It, it didn't happen to me. We don't know how widespread it is, but there are several reports of it in different places. Hmm. And Ooh, I'm having yeah. issues. I'm not sure if it's... Because of Windows 10 itself or because of the new NVIDIA driver for Windows uh, 10 October update. But between the two of them, I'm having some pretty bad display issues mm. in Chrome specifically, uh, mm. where if I'm typing in a URL bar or on certain websites like Twitter, our own CMS, if I use the scroll wheel, it'll make any video that I'm playing lag. Hmm. Or oh. Yeah, I've sounds been like a, you need edge. I've been in a hotel and on a plane, so I actually have no machines that actually have it right now. Um, I use the Surface Pro 2017 as my test bed, and uh, I didn't have any problems with it, but obviously it's simply a Microsoft product. What do you do, though? I mean, I, I, can, I can deal with some weird video bug or l typing lag in, in Chrome, but you you actually having it wipe your data yeah and back up that. the problem well, back yeah. up. Yep, yep, yep. well the problem is this doesn't the average person doesn't, doesn't back up and then two it's not like you can stop windows update windows update is like you go to your fridge you, well, you open you up the door pro, windows can, update you pops defer, out you can defer it with pro but yeah <laughs> yeah what you can I defer believe... it with pro 30 days oh no uh feature yeah. updates you can defer for a year actually yeah wait but i mean you know it's one of those things where they For what really... it's worth, the ones where they were losing data, it looks like, I'm not sure if it was all of them, but a lot of them were using the manual download update tool from the Microsoft mm -hmm. website. Okay. So, hmm. Okay. Just... Don't manually download. Uh, question uh, Mr. Roboto is asking, how big is the update? Like, how, how big is the file? Do you remember? That's a great question. I don't know. And part of it is because they've gone to an incremental update. Uh, I think this is this. Yeah, I think. I think I'm pretty sure they've gone. We've gone to an incremental update where... Um, you should see just the files that you need to see. I would say probably on the order of two to four gigs. That's just a guess. I don't know offhand. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> it didn't take me long to download it over Comcast. No, they've, gotten, they've gotten really fast with those upgrades. 
That's oh. good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it sounds like it's not that big of a deal then. It, they probably just rolled the manual updater. The other thing that I, somebody flagged me about on Twitter was uh, if there's there's some issues with if your Windows Intel audio up, uh, drivers aren't updated, uh, there's been, they won't actually, it won't, the upgrade won't go through. Um, so just make sure everything is updated. Um, one of the things that you can check on the Windows update uh, setting screen is to upgrade or update other hardware when you update Windows. Um, I don't see why you should have we shouldn't have that checked by default so um i think standard rules apply mm-hmm. back up and make sure everything is up to date before you actually upgrade so. nice one, th- one thing i want to give microsoft props for before we you know stop this conversation is every other milestone windows update that i've ever installed has managed to reactivate those stupid little bullcrap you know turn off ad features mm-hmm. that there's 15 different ones for spread mm-hmm. across windows because they don't want you mm-hmm. turning them off mm-hmm. <laughs> This one did not. This one upgraded for the first time since Windows 10 came out. Upgraded and left all my previous options there in place, so I'm very happy about that. That's cool. Hmm. Hopefully that's the default in the future. Yeah, seriously. And not just a bug for this version. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a bug. Do we? Uh, is that the last we want to talk about Windows Update? We yeah. Any? Yeah, I think we can go ahead and just you can you can go ahead and check out the review and the conveniences story if you yes, want more. Yes, please do. Yep. Please do. I, it's got all the stuff. I, I link to it. Uh, yep. In so the uh, in the chat. Uh, also. I'm sorry, I can't remember who said this earlier because uh, it's been a, a bit. But somebody was saying uh, that it's not construction next door that's making all that noise. Uh, it's actually Elena following the Verge's PC build guide, uh, <laughs> trying to build a PC. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we want to move on to the Q and A. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, so we we got a couple questions already lined up, but if you have a question, anything, ask these guys anything, uh, then link it in the chat uh, and please tag me at PC World. Uh, so Ada uh, on YouTube was asking um, when all of you think we'll see eight core Ryzen mobile parts. There are true mobile parts. God, I don't know. I mean, I would think it would probably take and in, push into the next year with. The new process, I don't think you're going to see it on current parts. So mobile, no, not true. They do have mobile parts <clears throat> that are just desktop parts, but no really true A-core Ryzen set I've seen. Mm-hmm. You can, but yeah, you can get desktop Ryzen 7 yeah. and some laptops, some big laptops. Do yeah. we need an A-core Ryzen part, mobile Ryzen? Yeah, because so. you can't get no Intel one. So, <laughs> well, I'm just the shortest thing. I would, it'll be nice. I mean, I, yeah, I would think, I, mean, nice I, I, I would feel you, they would take, the new process, seven nanometer, to get to eight cores where it doesn't drain the battery in ten minutes. Yep. Uh, we got some uh, some other ones piling in. Sorry. Um, uh, they followed up with a question also later. Uh, that uh, if you think the core wars will be ending soon or escalating when the Ryzen two three thousand series comes out next year, it'll only get better. Yeah, it's just gonna competitions keep more cores are gonna keep coming. Yep. More cores, faster cores, cheaper cores. Yep, exactly. Nice. Uh, also, uh, we, we posted uh, the coverage of the new Alienware M15, which is their new slim uh, design. We, we had a video up on, on YouTube earlier as well. Go check that out. Uh, and Tejas Manake is saying, no offense, but the new Alienware is not comparable to the other slim gaming laptops. It's slim, but not stealthy. Uh, I, you know, I would actually have to see the new unit next to other, you know, thin, like a, the GS65 or something, but it's for an Alienware, 
They're usually sort of built like <laughs> Soviet-era tanks, <laughs> which is good for a gaming laptop because, you know, bigger means faster generally. These are pretty thin. I don't know if it's quite as thin as some laptops, but there are there's a reason why some laptops are four pounds and like the GS65, which I love, four pounds, but it really is a little flexible. Hmm. So you're not going to get the same flex with a bigger laptop. So, um. All right, uh, and then uh, Robert on YouTube is saying uh, that they want to give Gordon uh, props for the article comparing the i9 9900K oh, yeah, with yeah. the Ryzen 2800X. Why don't you tell people what it is, and I will link to them. Uh, um, to basically, the yeah, I, I did. I, we have amazingly ahead of time before there is any confirmation of a Core i9 9900K <laughs> or a Ryzen 7 2800X. I have full. Full performance benchmarks. World it's on PCWorld.com. PC <laughs> Go to PC World and you can read about all the full performance benchmarks of those parts. And uh, I got to say, you'll be surprised Huge by which scoop. chip Huge. is faster. So. Oh, no. Come on, Brad. Come on. Stop it. We're seeing a lot of those in the future. I keep freaking out like, oh, no, Skype crashed. But no, Brad. This is just, what killed uh, the dinosaurs. The <laughs> uh, yeah, I just linked to uh, it's it's a fun article. You know that Skype doesn't, the version of Skype doesn't have any support for, for GIFs, GIFs, GIFs that I can see. There's like no GIFI support. Really? Uh, yeah. It's like they have their own emojis. 1999. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Stupid. Go ahead. All right. Uh, keep it on going. Uh, Robert Dyson. Oh, no. Uh, also asks, uh, how long before we see a true brand new architecture from Intel? Uh, I don't uh, know. Yeah. A uh, long time, it feels like. I mean, yeah. everything is sort of iterative, Yep, which right. is the way everybody does it. You don't throw everything away and start over again. So I yeah. can't see it ever coming. I think it sort of feels like once Moore's Law is really dead and buried yeah. and we moved on to optical or whatever it is then it'll be I mean what defines a new really new architecture I mean we I mean they're essentially a, I mean it's essentially going to be a core chip just with um, optimizations designed in Yeah and so the and I, I always like this cuz Intel always points it out whenever the media uses it incorrectly architecture is x86 right. x86 64 microarchitecture is zen it is you know whatever coffee lake kb lake tejas you know netburst those are sort of like but they are all the overarching architecture is x86 and if we think uh intel is going to be ditching x86 anytime soon nope. I, I yeah i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't count on us still being on the air by then yeah so. i mean the, they took an arm <laughs> license where way back in the what the 90s or something like that that was like their that was their they're pushed into a new architecture. And then they sold it, right? Yeah, they, so they got rid of it. Bye-bye, so, bye, strong arm. Yeah, people like, there's a lot of pushes for, what, there's an open power, there's what, Risk Five. Mm-hmm. there's all kinds mm-hmm. of different, I, you know, X86 has it won, it, ultimately, it won everything. Yep. And the question is, where do you go from here? Yep. It's under assault, different yep. different ways, but I can't see, it's, it's impossible. It's like your core, it's part of what you are. I right? wouldn't say it's impossible if Qualcomm comes out and starts kicking ass in sort of battery life and so forth. Then you might say Intel some get back into it. But for right now, yeah, there's no chance. I just don't. It just feels like we just we've done this all over again yep. because you know ARM, Intel tried to invade tablets that went nowhere. Right. ARM is now trying to get into PC, and then as as they ramp up performance, oh, their battery life gets worse. Intel's battery, and it's sort of like yeah. Yep. I don't I don't I feel like we're just going to be locked into this war forever. And I don't see it. I I you just have you we all have different tools for different jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. I I can see these your phone will be armed, 
real computers, desktop computers, laptops will be x86 probably. That's right. Or what is it good for? Um, ben on YouTube asks, uh, why does it take so long to use the multiple cores for Ryzen? Uh, is it hard to adapt the cores in games and apps? Uh, yeah, developers, developers, yeah, developers. Yeah, programming issue. Yeah, exactly. well, I didn't say yep. it the right way. Developers, 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 developers. <laughs> it's, it is about developers. Uh, Intel has put a lot of work, a lot of money into trying to get developers to develop for multi-core. I mean, they've been doing this ever since Hyperthreading came along, right? So they've spent around for a long, long time. It's, it's a tough nut to crack. I think it's really going to change now because developers have access to multi-core and consoles. Yeah. Ryzen has really made the access to eight core chips really cheap. So, but it'll still take thirty six to forty eight months. It feels like to ever really see any difference. Brad, I think Brad probably might have an opinion. I mean, when you've seen the recent games, how many? Well, I mean, this is you, you too, I guess. But I mean, in terms of the, like the recent blockbuster games, how many cores are actually being utilized in a CPU for to process? It's it's game? going up. It's going up. We're yeah. getting at the point now. You know, what is it? Three years mm-hmm. after. DirectX 12 and Windows 10 originally launched, which is not so coincidentally about the life cycle product development time of major AAA games. We're starting to see more DirectX 12 games. We're starting to see more uh, games that use more cores now. So I think it is coming. But, but it, I mean, you know, these, this, these core wars are still new. They're still in a relatively small amount of systems. So, But if you, right. use a, if you have a Core i9 running a AAA game, I don't know, pick your game, whatever it might be, how many cores are typically active when running that game? Uh, you mean a, the 18 core or the... Whatever. I mean, 18 core, whatever. Yeah. Most, most yeah. games still optimize for Same higher core. speeds. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. a couple of threads. Two to four, typically. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're, you're lucky if they use four threads, right? You're just lucky. Yeah. So yeah, and then like I said, it is becoming more common, but it's still it like it has been for ages on PC because Intel was so dominant looking yeah, for more. Right. I mean, that's typically what we think of, but yeah. But I when I would say like more common, more common being like instead of two, there's four. So out of a thousand games, it's going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. So quad core with hyper threading. We are definitely starting to see more enough. games use more cores now that we're further along into the DirectX 12 era, though. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Uh, we got a handful more, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, e. Lopez 580. What does Gordon think of the new Creative Super X5 pre-releases the other week? I asked this because I haven't I haven't seen any news on this. I thing. haven't. I've been too head down. Oh other man, because I if this is true, I am very excited wait, to, wait, uh, wait, to see that. I gotta release. go look it up now. Uh, this is what we saw the uh, positional audio with a stereo headset. Uh, we saw it at uh, CES. Uh, this technology is coming out for the mass Super. market. Oh, X-Fi. damn. Look, SXFI. They even have a URL for it. Really? Uh, the, what, any any details? Oh, no, wait. This might be a porn site. Thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Don't uh, <laughs> uh, login page. Oh, yeah. They did <laughs> announce it. Oh, my God. Oh. We are just in a rock. How do we miss this? Well, yeah. We got to have uh, we got to have him back on to talk about this because this, this is going to be big. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So it's this, it's this, it, there's actually a video we have. We did it at, at CES. Oh, it's right. this awesome little thing that just it really makes, you know, on air headphones pretty near indistinguishable from a very expensive 7.1 setup nice yeah it's awesome uh we should we should look into that uh and we'll follow up yeah uh next up uh this is great his name is my name is ozamandis so th- there we go I ah, makes it easy poem yeah. yeah i am the king of kings oh, there we go. works you mighty in despair <laughs> Sorry. uh 
He says, uh, my Windows is updating now. How can I stop it? <laughs> Hopefully we, we caught it. Pull the cord out. Yeah, yeah. pull the cord. cord. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, Windows updates. I mean, if you have Windows 10 Home, you got the update's going to come. If you've got Windows 10 Pro, again, you can defer feature updates for about a year. You can defer security updates for 30 days. But the updates are inevitable. Um, they're your vegetables. You know, they're your vitamins. you got to take them. Um, and uh, for what it's worth, the amount of issues, like it's not like everybody is saying, oh, my God, this just happened to me. Right. I didn't have this issue where, where they were deleting my files. Um, I've only heard from a couple of other people who are having display issues, but I have heard. So it sounds like there's some bugs in there that yep. are affecting low percentage points of people. If there's anything that you absolutely don't want to lose, Windows won't just update itself when it's done downloading that. It'll say, hey, we need to restart now right. for a big one. Do you want to snooze it or schedule a time? And then you say yes and schedule it for a long way out and go buy a flash drive and back up whatever you need to to it. That is an argument for Pro. I mean, you can always defer a feature update, say, for 15 days or something of that sort and just make sure everything, all the little bugs are, are taken care of. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Um, <clears throat> sort of up to you, though. Uh, all right. A uh, couple more. Uh, John Malkovich uh, is asking, is Malkovich. Windows performance any slower now after Intel microcode fixes? That you can feel, yeah, probably you not. Feel. You definitely, I, and the, the one thing I developed that for me to be able to tell the difference is if you have, you can do this, you can download, um, who makes that utility that you can uh, turn off Meltdown Inspector, you can detect? Uh, Sorry, GRC. Basic. Yeah, so download Steve Gibson's utility, um, turn off the uh, Spectre Meltdown uh, uh, support, in the OS, and then download Cinebench, mm -hmm. the zip, and then right mouse click. Have Use Windows 10 to decompress that to your desktop. Do that three times, average it. Go back into GRC, turn on the uh, support for uh, Meltdown Spectre, and watch your scores go through the floor. So it's, <laughs> yeah, or do it, it is really bad. It might be. Yeah. And, you know, the, the built-in decompression app in, in Windows is especially bad. So, But most people probably can't tell the difference. Okay. In uh, games, it doesn't make in games reviews. It doesn't make a difference. No, no. It's it's a little overblown on the performance front. It doesn't affect it doesn't affect Cinebench. Most you know compute loads, graphics loads. It doesn't. It really is just those you know those those small file writes and to your hard drive or SSD that kill you. Uh, one last serious question and uh, two fun ones to finish it off. Uh, Sar Oz on Facebook says, "Would you upgrade from the Surface Pro four to the six, Mark?" Ah, yeah, I would actually. Just I mean the spec update. I mean, okay. So first of all, I mean if it's your own money and Surface Pro Four is doing it for you, then obviously not. I mean if you're looking for a spec bump, then sure, go ahead. Um, again, the Surface Pro Four is essentially the same physical uh, device as the Surface Pro Six. Um, you're getting you know obviously more power for your, more processing power for your money. Probably a little bit bump in terms of memory as as, as storage as well. Um, I mean, that's what it boils down to. I mean, if the Surface Pro 4 isn't doing it for you, then the Surface Pro 6 would be an upgrade. But again, I mean, you know, it's it's expensive. I mean, it's, you know, eleven essentially $1,100. Um, and that's not, uh, at least from <laughs> at least from my wallet, that's, that's a pretty sizable upgrade as far as uh, money is concerned. So I can't tell you what to do in, 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 from your standpoint. Um, uh, those are the considerations that I would think about, though. And I have some advice sort of based on XPS kind of and uh, Spectres that I've seen. Uh, 8th Gen, and I've said this and it's a little controversial for some, but 8th Gen KB Lake R is, is 
worth an upgrade. Mm. Eighth gen Coffee Lake H is worth an upgrade over previous generation parts, sure. which is crazy because when's the last time you ever saw like, oh, you need to buy a, a fifth gen yeah. Intel CPU over a fourth gen. Eighth gen from seventh gen is a significant increase in performance. That's true. If you actually do multi-threaded yeah. tasks because you're getting because of the cores, cores. you're getting That's more right. cores. Yeah, Microsoft's talking about sixty percent more performance from right. the Surface Pro wow. twenty seventeen. So, so yeah, from that standpoint, sure. Good. If you're doing encoding, if you're doing a lot of things, three you know, D rendering, any of these things that really use all those cores, it's a huge upgrade. Well worth it. If you're just using Office and Chrome, no, just save your money. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, one fun one. Uh, Timothy on YouTube is asking, uh, what do you think of the Gamers Nexus, Jay's Two Cents, Paul's Hardware overclocking battle? I was been thinking about getting in on that. Right oh, oh nice. Uh, but then they started busting out coolers full of ice and a big <laughs> jerry-rigged cardboard self-refrigeration unit. How many 2080s? And lockout tagout procedures. Wow. And I'm out. It's, it's very go into it's entertaining to is watch. It two, is it two twenty eighty TIs? Is what That's they're up to now? Wow. Yeah, they're battling for the top spot in uh five in Time Spy, Redmark Time Spy, <laughs> that's, and uh, that's they're cool. they're currently blowing out noted overclocker Devour. Oh wow! This because Devour doesn't have real crazy stuff. Does Devour have two twenty eighty TIs? Yeah. Damn! So the only way to beat this is to get. A- <laughs> a, 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 a Tri SLI twenty eighty system. Does it even support Tri SLI yet? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if the bridges are available yet. I think they might be starting to. <laughs> uh, well, you got support from chat and saying that you, that you should do it, Brad. Get in and on it. <laughs> I wanted to because they were battle rapping, and I, I would have wiped them out like Eminem and 8 Mile. But oh, then I saw where they are going with the actual man, thing, and I'm like, I wow. got to Wait, who's <laughs> winning now? Down. Who's ahead? Uh, Gamers Nexus currently, because oh. they stuck all their radiators in a big cooler. They went and got a big cooler, filled it with ice water, <laughs> and they just, they, they're going crazy. So is 3D Mark Time Spy graphics or overall? Uh, they're competing in all of them, but oh, it's okay. overall on the leaderboard. Uh, that's funny. That's great. So uh, overclocked 18-core width. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Uh, interesting. There might be some way we can get in on this. I'm trying to think of some way. And a lazy, <laughs> easy way to do it. You can't go much further. Y'all <laughs> should go check it Dunk out. Dunk in the Jay's, Bay. Jay's Jay's Two Bay Cents, right Gamers Nexus. Yeah, Dunk in the, the Bay. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and by the way, Super X-Fi. It is XXS is in Sierra. X in X-Ray. F Foxtrot. I India. XXFI.com. It's creative. They don't even brand it creative, interestingly. It really? is the Super X-Fi, and it is that thing they showed off. All right, we need to reach out and Adam talk to them. Price? Super I don't care. 219. I don't oh, you care. don't care. Don't, you don't I'm care. buying it. <laughs> buying it. Uh, he doesn't care about price. He's buying one to go with this 2080 Ti. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, last question from uh, Spearmint55 on Twitch. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Gordon. Mm. Oh, the the absolute... Now, I... Now, uh, I'm gonna make people angry. I, in San Francisco, pizza sucks. Like San Francisco is yeah, like true. the worst pizza I don't think in that's the gonna world. Get anybody angry. I'm saying this hopefully to piss off my boss. New York pizza is the best pizza. <laughs> you can get a slice, dollar fifty at like two o'clock in the that's morning true, at a at a at a at a you know one of those food carts outside of the bus station in NYC. It will be better than ninety nine percent of the pizza in New York. The absolute pizza that I that my favorite pizza is it's in the East Bay. Yeah. Oh damn! What the heck is the name of it? I eat there so rarely. Oh Zachary's Pizza, deep dish pizza. Oakland will throw down with Chicago pizza. I've eaten at the best <laughs> deep dish pizza place in Chicago. 
Ain't no comparison to Zachary's. <laughs> so okay. I was just in New York, <clears throat> and I have to say that uh, I, I, okay, it tastes great, but you know, you have to eat the New York pizza. You have to sort of roll it up, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I mean, you could take a, a pizza d- burrito. Well, yeah, but you could take like a cup, right? And the grease just kind of just pours right into that cup the taste I mean, goes out you t- mean yes <laughs> so i mean you know i'm sitting here in like i'm going to be going to this press event and i'm supposed to be looking you know kind of nice anyways and i'm just like wondering okay where is when is, when is this going to drip into my shirt and cause me to like you know i don't know have to go ahead and back to my hotel room and change and so forth so it was good but you know I, huh. i'm still west coast um, no, the best pizza I ever had was a tiny little place in my hometown or my, when I would live there in Pleasanton called Bolinas. Of course it's gone now, but, oh. um, <clears throat> imaginary I, unicorn pizza. Oh then, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm just, a, I don't know. I don't have a preference for where we eat now. Um, I do. If you're looking for flavor, I'm, uh, I'm yeah, what's salami, your favorite I'm, kind? I'm a like, salami and sausage fan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I've not heard of something. Oh, I thought we were actually looking for, like, brand. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, the actual like crispy, crunchy yeah. chicken? That's care. some I mean, damn good. Yeah, the, the actual folks. kind of pizza, you know. He's going to fly out here. The best place I ever had pizza was the white clam pizza at Pepe's in oh, Connecticut. clams But yeah. go to Ooh. anywhere that I go to, my favorite pizza, sacrilege, pepperoni, and pineapple. You get the sweet, you get nice. the spicy. Yes, yes. Oh. yes, I love pineapple. I'm not a pineapple fan. Wait, yeah. is that a real place? Isn't that like from Family Guy? Sacrilege. With a bar they go to? <laughs> no, it's legendary. No, it's so good. <laughs> That's funny. You got to wait outside in line for like three hours, and they only take cash, so uh, somebody uh, walk by oh, oh, man. It was worth it the one time. I would never do it again, because uh, pizza is still... Pe- the crab, crappy pizza is still good enough that you don't want to wait three hours, but that was easily the best pizza I ever had. Yeah, the best pizza I ever had was a place in Austin. They had a Detroit-style deep dish, which is different than Chicago deep dish. Do they bring it on fire or something like that? I, I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you the, the specifics of it, but uh, <laughs> my my go-to... <laughs> There's no water in the crust. Yeah, no, it, it glowed green for some reason. It was really weird. Uh, no, my, my go-to pizza is a white pizza i always like white with spinach uh like i that's what a white sauce like a um uh i don't know God damn it's good what, i like it what, what's alfredo it sauce alfredo sauce yes oh, alfredo yeah. sauce on a pizza with spinach and you know so, some meat oh yeah sausage probably yeah i don't mm. consider chicago style deep dish pizza to be pizza i consider it to be like a fancy pie <laughs> yeah and yeah. yeah. sure. yeah. yes but yeah. you know what the best in the nation, Zachary's Pizza, Oakland. You got that's where you got to get him. Uh, we also have uh, the one and only Elena Yee in the YouTube chat. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, her pizza choice. She's wondering what Gordon's take on Tony's and Slice House is in uh, here in SF. Oh, the pizza? Yeah, they got pizza there at Tony's and Slice House. It's all right. I mean, you know, it's probably <laughs> like like I'm I'm serious. There's something about I... San Francisco. It's just not. And not the pizza here is just eh. like that's probably one of the places that's probably the best like among the top five in San Francisco. The rest of them are just bad pizza makers. Yeah, actually, I, Slice House I I don't find uh, too bad. It's it's fine, you know. You gotta do Zachary's. Not to change the subject, fish. but I still the one thing I hate about East Coast food is New York has this belief that they have the best pickles i absolutely hate best bagels best pickles pickles. Pickles. Uh, i absolutely hate new york pickles i have i love diners i absolutely love diners and especially when i go back to new york i always eat at diners because my heart will 
give out <laughs> two minutes and two and two years. Um, but they're twenty four hours, so I can go ahead and eat there. And every time they serve me a pickle, it's just like you guys don't know what a pickle is. Why? What's wrong with it? Oh, they taste. Let's taste like cynicism and despair. It tastes like a, <laughs> wow. a New York pickle. Tastes like a, a New York pickle. Wow. Okay. A New York pickle tastes like a New York accent. You get down. this sort of this whiny. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I just want to like cry. Yeah. Just, like, I just imagine this really like like limp. I came like, back. Worst pickle I came, in the world. I came back and I I, I I came back and it was like eleven o'clock last night and I went to Mel's Drive-in, you know, and I was just like, that is a West Coast. That's a true diner. That's a good diner. I just, <laughs> my God, he, he went and got a jar of pickles, dumped out the pickles, and drank the straight juice just to get the essence. I do that actually. Actually, I'll I will buy. I, I, I honestly, God, I will buy pickles. My we'll buy pickles out here, and I will sip on the juice when nice. it's done. Yeah. Nice. I like pickles. Okay, okay I, I'm with you on the pickles, but I didn't know that New York pickles. I'm see. I'm going there soon. I'm a, I'm gonna have a pickle. I gotta you see like. Pickle. Do, do they, sounds like. Do they try to? Like, they're awful. Well, because I like a box heard... of Kleenex, so you can cry. I mean, just... no, they're awful. Well, yeah, and I've, I've, awful. I've heard of them, you know, talking up the bagels because of the water. You know, like are they trying to say like the the water that they use for these pickles is uh, well, like know. what's their justification? I don't know. I've just I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe it, you know I, <laughs> I you know I, weird ancestrally I'm I have a German last name and you know Germans kind of invented the pickle so maybe it has to do with really? huh. I don't know Wait, yeah right. they go back to India but Germany's kind of considered to be the pickles home. go way back go I way just back. I'm just thinking god these pickles must be bad I mean yeah, this is like good. I mean it's like there's an emotional response it is emotional just response like, it was very visceral yeah, yeah. that that's yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Okay. I, you know what? We, I should. Uh, I should try that next time in New York. All right. Uh, we've gone off the rails. Yeah. We have gone off. The yeah. Rails. It's time to. Uh, time to be done. Because uh, I'm hungry now. Yeah. Uh, not... A lot of people in chat saying they're going to order pizza I'm because now. of this. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so check, check back and check back. Hopefully next week for your fix of BC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and also please leave us a review every time you do. Maybe them depressed Maybe a pickle ass get better. New York pixels, <laughs> p- uh, pickles will get a little less depressed. Send questions and comments to thefullnerd.com. We will read the comments while eating New York pickles. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. He's de- oh, oh my god, no, sad no emoji. No he had New York pickle. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna buy. A, I'm gonna buy some and bring it back, Mark. Go ahead. Uh, also, thank you for Mark Hawkman's pickle hating self. Yep, that's me. And Adam Thanks, Patrick guys. Murray is going to mercifully hit the off switch. Uh, go out and order a pizza with pickles on it, uh, or not. <laughs>